Hey there, and welcome back to the Virtual Cafe for another coffee combo about business finances. I'm your host, Kerry Zarb, and I am joined by Kim White. We invite you to join us at our table with your favourite brew. Let's pull up our chairs and get into today's episode. Come on, let's go. It's coffee time. Hi, Kim. Hey, Kerry. All right, so I need you to help me out with this. Okay, so I've got my fingers out. I might have to take off my shoes and pull out my toes because three plus three equals six plus two equals, hang on, two is eight and then two more is ten. But then I want to take off four. So ten off four, four off ten is six. And then, hang on, no, we've got to take off another three. So six minus three is three. But then we've got to add 15. So 3 plus 15. I'm out of fingers, Kim. So, Carrie, have you always loved numbers? Oh, God, no. No. What? No. Not at all. Oh, did you just see me with my fingers? Sorry, guys, you can't see, but I am literally, like, doing all my maths here with my fingers. And I was ready to pull off my shoes and start counting with my toes because that's how sometimes I have to do it. Like, some, one, two, three, four... No, Kim. <laughs> Numbers and I have not always been friends at all. Harry, I'm shocked to know this because you are the financial designer and the fact that you didn't always like numbers just blows my mind. Well, and I wonder sometimes, Kim, if my year eight maths teacher would see me now, if they would even believe it was the same human because <laughs> we didn't get along too great. Like... I remember we had these um, these cards, um, not like a report card, they called it a conduct card. And when you got in trouble, you started getting little little boxes marked on these conduct cards. And when you had enough boxes marked, you ended up in detention at lunchtime. Oh. The majority of my marks and my bad marks there, Kim, came from maths, 100%. And just for the record, maths is it Australia? Math is in the US, but it's the same. It's it the is. Same yep. Math, maths, yes, same. <laughs> so your teacher might not believe that you are like such a brilliant financial designer at this point in your life and that you do love numbers now based on where you started with numbers. Well, and Kim, I'm just going to add, if I was to pull out my report cards, which I do have in a box somewhere in this house, I'm pretty sure the grades on that subject in particular were pretty low. Gary, <laughs> uh, this brings up something very interesting. With you sharing that, you know, we get a lot of questions, you and I both get a lot of questions from people who say they can't do their financial designing of their life or their business because they don't like math and to learn that you didn't like math or you didn't like maths or you didn't like numbers this is like very exciting for anyone who's listening that feels that way about well I can't do this because I don't like numbers and Kim let's tap into that for a second because maths was not my strong suit that's what we're talking about today. There are a lot of people, and I, I hear them on a regular basis, say, oh, I can't do my business finances because, you know, I failed maths. Well, guess what, guys? So did I. Like, I did not pass. I did not pass maths in high school. 
and I'm pretty sure I don't even think there's and I don't know what your grading system is in the States Kim but F is like bottom of the ladder E is not great a D is not fantastic a C is a pass and then you got B's and A's and you can get A pluses and B pluses and B minuses and all those bits and pieces I don't remember seeing too many C's on my report card for maths so I don't know if I passed Kim I'm pretty confident I failed particularly throughout year more 9 and 10 which was leading into the later years you know you're 15 16 and you're starting to get a bit more serious about your grades you know mine were going in the opposite direction <laughs> have you ever woken in the morning opened your bank account and found you are overdrawn do you feel you have too much money going out of your business to unknown places it's time to be in the driver's seat of your finances. Using simple subscriptions is the first step. Available on Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel using a simple four-step process. Grab your bank statements, list all of your recurring payments, then start taking action to cancel the charges you don't need to be paying. Let simple subscriptions show you how much you can save and help you track the progress. The community has saved over $60,000 so far, and you can join the tally by grabbing your free and private copy today from kerryzarb.com forward slash simple subs. Mary, I have a question then about that. If you were, like, if you were in that spot where someone told you you weren't good at it by a grade on a card, how did you get to the place that now you're brilliant at it? And what did you have to talk yourself into believing? Because I just think when someone writes themselves off because they don't think they're good at something, it's really hard to want to try to, to learn something in that, whatever that area is. Well, Kim, I don't know if I'm the best example for even this conversation, to be honest, but I am going to say that I segmented school in my brain because I didn't like it. It wasn't for me. And when I got older in life and decided that I don't think they do school right and I don't think it really gives us all the education that we need for life, particularly business life. And I know there's shifts and changes happening in this space these days. Like it is, it is actually the space is improving where they are starting to put more things into the curriculum to better prepare young, younger humans into adult life. But it just, it, it didn't give me anything. It didn't actually guide me to financial success. The word finances was barely used. It was maths. And maths turned into things like algebra. And it was like, well, where are you going to use this stuff in life you know yes i'm not saying you're not like obviously there's trades out there that may use some of these different kind of mathematic equations that they present as you go through the ranks of school but i just didn't i couldn't see it I, it didn't present to me so i have literally put all of my school years and all of that education into a bucket and almost into the bin because i learned through life by going to work, being a sponge, absorbing information around me, having 
fantastic people that I worked with, including my parents, and just taking it all in. Learning in life, I believe, is what has brought me to where I am today. And to be able to look at those report cards, which this weekend I might even pull them out just for a little bit of a trip down memory lane, and and look at them and just go, well, that was then, this is now. Ooh, Gary, that's good right there. Because anyone who's listening, who's counting themselves out based on something from the past, and they can look at that and say, that was then, and this is now, and I can do this thing, whatever it is they need to do. Gary, what's your secret to that shift happening? When you started getting into taking care of your own financial design, which I know that's where it started. What was that shift that made you like numbers? What was the thing that shifted for you that made you want to like learn this? I have to be honest, Kim, and say that tools are my, my best friend because I love accounting platforms, not all of them. I'll say that some of them ain't nice at all. <laughs> But I do, in general, like accounting platforms. But my biggest love is spreadsheets because it does the work for you. And yes, I, I design a lot of spreadsheets and I create them so that they do the work. I understand that now. I didn't many years ago and it's taken a long time to absorb that and understand how to pull that together. But when someone gives you a template that is already ready to go, and all you have to do is put in your numbers, your information, whatever that might be. It just makes things simple and easy. And that's that's what I probably love most about the numbers now. Like, let's go back to the start of the episode. Three plus three minus <laughs> 10, 15, 18. Running out of fingers. Like, I still don't do maths very well in my head. Sometimes I can, sometimes I'm... I'm just in the zone and I get lucky, so to speak. But most of the time I pull up the calculator app on the computer or I'm, or I'm working in a spreadsheet that'll give me the answer. Sometimes I don't even open the app calculator. I'll just do it in the spreadsheet that I am and then just delete it because that's still not natural to me. But having tools and, and simple things, systems and, and those tools that we can lean on just takes the heavy off. My goodness, Carrie, this is honestly mind-blowing because every person that has ever come to either one of us that said they can't do their own, you know, business things, they can't even wrap their mind around them because they don't like numbers, that's, they can't use that excuse anymore with you. Like, it was possible to have a tool that, that you don't have to even love your numbers, but you can love having the control of understanding your numbers. And Kim, I want to tap into that word excuse for a second. You know me, you know I do not like words. They are not my friend. <laughs> but even I'm starting to explore that space a little bit and start to kind of, I guess, almost push myself in that direction because unfortunately the world is made up of words and lots of people communicate via words and words are needed in so many spaces. But you can see Carrie wrinkle her nose every time she says it. <laughs> oh, I am. It, it it gets my back up. I'm like sitting up 
really straight. I'm starting to arch. I'm crinkling. I'm doing all the things, guys, because <laughs> it is. But I, I do. I do do words, and they do happen. And sometimes it flows, and other times forget about it. But I don't have to sit here and say that I love words to be able to play with words. Exactly. And for anyone out there that's going, I didn't do well at math in, in school, or I can't add numbers together or it doesn't make it like all of those things if math is not your strong suit it doesn't have to be and you don't have to mentally convince yourself that it does have to be just find the right tool that's going to help you so that you can operate and function in this space to enough capacity that's it i just heard the whole world gasp gary with it like relief we're the, we're the angels singing. We can't play the angels here, but we're the angels singing. Should we start doing the motions? We, we tip from side to side and we put our hands up and the angels are singing. <laughs> I think so, Kiri, because you making that kind of a huge confession and the fact that you are doing so many extremely high-level clients and extremely high-level things coming from a place of like having the the card that says you weren't good at it all the way to this huge success that you have now and giving everyone hope who feels that who like i don't know carrie i'm gonna sit over here and have some more coffee because i am like well oh, i just feel like the whole world just sighed in relief <laughs> well i i really hope they did kim because i am with you each time I struggle with the words, if you're struggling with the numbers, we're sitting here together. You're just in numbers land and I'm in words land. And and know that. Know that next time if you really struggle with your numbers, know next time Kerry's sitting over here with a headache thinking about the words or you've got your <laughs> headache thinking about the numbers. It's true. And And this is just, again, we come back to our humanness and all of our feelings. We can't control that. I would love to sit here one day and say, I love words. Not really. Never. Ever. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't have to. But I will say this, Carrie, because this is another good example. You just became a published author. And that has to do with words. So think about that for a second. That is a huge like, accomplishment that doesn't mean you have to love words ever like it's never a thing that you have to turn it into a love for that but you love what you can do with the numbers and you can love what you do with the words and you are living proof of that you are living proof of everyone who says i can't do my finances because i am not good at math you are living proof that they absolutely can they need the tools to help them Boom. boom. Can I just boom? Boom. Double boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, I think this has been uh, an interesting conversation to say the least. And thank you for joining me in the virtual cafe. Thank you, Kerry, very much for like opening up and sharing that. My mind is blown. Well, thank you, Kim. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us in the virtual cafe. You can follow the show to be notified of future episodes. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we encourage you to leave a rating or personal review. Until next time, happy biz beans to you.
No beings were harmed during the production of this podcast. Information contained in this podcast should be taken as general advice only, and your personal circumstances have not been taken into account. It is recommended that you seek financial advice from a professional who is licensed to do so. If you choose to act upon the general advice shared, you do so at your own risk.